it. So gonna get to grab it. Go pop a four pad, pop, pop it for me. Turn around and drop it for a pad, drop it for me. Gary and Shannon, KFI AM 640. We are going to get an update from Florida coming up. Live from Tallahassee, where a bunch of kids have gone to talk to their state legislators about gun control. Also, coming up in the next hour, President Trump going to host a listening session with the sa- with kids that were affected by that shooting in Florida one week ago. What else is going on? Time for What's Happening. America's pastor has died. Reverend Billy Graham, 99 years old, long suffered from cancer, pneumonia, other ailments. Confidant to the presidents from Eisenhower to George W. Um, I said something early on that this guy was without controversy and somebody uh, forwarded an article from 16 years ago referencing the Nixon tapes from 40 plus years ago. I'm going to say it again. For the most part, Billy Graham was without controversy. So, uh, and 99 years, that is a lengthy, lengthy life. One of the greatest stories uh, about, uh, that is connected to Billy Graham was also the story of Louis Zamperini. Uh, If you remember, he came back from uh, having been a prisoner of war and having been lost at sea, et cetera, and talked about uh, going to a Billy Graham crusade in Los Angeles. And uh, at that point, yeah, um, becoming a Christian and changing his life from that point. Oh forward. my gosh, so. he's got chills. No, it's a, it's Remind me of that story. Yeah. Uh, all right, we've got a Turpin couple. It looks like in Arizona, Carol and Benito Gutierrez. They're in their sixties. They've been arrested on child abuse charges. They allegedly locked up their adopted children in rooms without food, water, or a bathroom. Isn't that lovely? Investigation began over the weekend when a boy who looked extremely disheveled asked to use the phone at a dollar store in Tucson. The store clerk saw something, said something, called 911. Good job. And when deputies responded to the boy's home, they found the four kids ages 6 to 12. Regularly kept in their locked rooms for up to 12 hours at a time without access to food, water, a bathroom, or lights. They were adopted kids, which is a strange thing. The Turpins obviously were biological. We believe they were all theirs. Um, But this is a a weird... That is weird. Strange. Uh, A weird story this morning. A 35-year-old man wanted on a rape charge uh, was uh, led police on a chase through Ventura this morning along the 101. And at one point, they try to pull him over... It goes about six miles, this chase does, and then the car just kind of comes to a stop up against the center divider in the left lane. Officers uh, eventually discover the man is dead inside and had died from poisoning himself. They, and they haven't said what the poison is or why they believe that he was poisoned, but that's got to be the weirdest end to a chase I think we've seen. I've never seen, seen it end in poison. No, we've seen suicides before, but those are usually by weapon of some kind. I've also never seen someone driving into a train tunnel to evade the police, which is what happened in a chase last night. <laughs> uh, the driver was taken into custody late Tuesday night when he came out of the tunnel. Uh, but they have not said what exactly happened to a woman, I guess, who was a passenger in a, the truck that went into the Metro Gold Line, trunk, Gold Line Tunnel. Uh, during the chase, the driver T-boned a taxi, drove on a sidewalk, drove on the train tracks that led into the tunnel. A person in the taxi had to be taken to the hospital, but not uh, 
not life-threatening injuries. An embarrassing story out of the L.A. City Fire Department. L.A. City Fire Chief raising concerns about divisive workplace incidents among firefighters. Talking about firefighters fighting over Colin Kaepernick and kneeling in the NFL protests. I'll just say this. Firefighters live together for a chunk of the week. They lived, They spend a lot more time with their coworkers than you or I. And if they're going to have a, a disagreement on something, it's probably going to be more uh, severe, more emotional than if you and your coworker got into it. What Chief Tarasa said his agency has experienced on-duty heated discussions regarding the perception of a lack of patriotism by NFL players. Don't we do this? Don't we in every workplace have discussions like this and still go about our day? Yes. What's so paralyzing about having a discussion at work? Well, I think that the NFL protest uh, debate was one of the most divisive. I'm not. Uh, yeah. Along it, with the 2016 election. I mean, it was pretty it was pretty bad. And you know what you need to do to get over your extremely emotional feelings is sit down and listen to the other side and listen to their extremely emotional feelings about it. And then and then you stop being so emotional because you see the other side of the coin. I wish we all had more feelings. No, you don't. You hate I, feelings. No, I really I find them very refreshing. When did you what happened to you? Are you poisoning yourself right now? I might be. <laughs> oh, and can we stop this, please? For God's sake. Stop suggesting that the kids from Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School are paid actors. I haven't seen this anywhere you, um, on my feeds. Looking at it right here. I'll show this to you well, right you here. Well, you weird friend. Oh, isn't it the same kid on Channel 5? Listen, that's from Channel 2 in August, right? Yeah. That's David Hogg. Uh-huh. That is him. Yeah. Visiting California for vacation. Okay. He moved from California to Florida in 2014 yeah. after his dad retired from the FBI, right? This is him. Uh, three days ago or whatever it can was. I, can I just ask you one thing? Yes. Why is this relevant in the overall Well, because they're, story? Saying, they're saying that he he's is... He's a, a gun actor, an actor, an that, actor that, that has been planted yes. by the gun control right. people. And that they, he's a, a tool for the FBI. Even if he and was that, an that actor... George Soros is bankrolling this whole thing. Even if he was an actor, he's uh-huh. not the only kid speaking out, and it doesn't erase the fact of what happened in that high school. Uh, it just bothers me it's that just, people are, are so willing are to go— gullible. They're so yeah. willing to go down this trail and suggest that this kid is an actor, and it's—he knows—listen, he knows he's not, and he said he's not, and his father has said he's not, which is exactly what they want you to believe. You can't go crazy just, with people that believe things. It I bothers mean, I got, me. The, I, got, I got a bunch of posts about Sylvester Stallone dying yesterday because pe- people he believe that. He what? He didn't die. But people believe those. Uh, anything but, they see online. But if the internet And they share it. What, if it. what if you say something on the internet and it comes true? No, that's not how it works. Then you call that exorcist woman and she'll take care of it. Oh, maybe that's what we need to Oscar, do. any movement on the exorcist? Do we uh, reach out yet? Not yet. Mm. We'll get, this is it. like number one priority. Well, he didn't, he didn't even the, flinch at that. You, gotta, you, gotta, <laughs> you, you told him to jump, and he said, yawn. I know. Those demons are uh, really causing a problem for you, huh? Oscar, you're fired. Uh, <laughs> United States women have won our first ever Olympic cross-country medal. We'll talk about that and some other Olympic stuff when we come back to Gary and Shannon.
Sergitova. It's a Russian skater, 15 years old, that I thought really wowed last night. She got like the highest score or something. Oscar said the the Russian skaters, they put all the tricks and the fun stuff in the second half of the program, so they get bonus points for them. Yeah, they get a 10% bonus. She was so, I mean, she was the black swan. She was so, I love the choreography. It was excellent. She was the black swan. If you want to do like two minutes of procrastination today at your work day. Only two? Check that out. Well, it's worth two minutes of procrastination. Is that how long the short programs are? I'm, I'm I'm ballparking here. And in time it. I'm just curious. I don't know. They're doing um team pursuit stuff. The uh the ice speed skating mm. team pursuit. Those guys, first of all, they gotta be very friendly. Is that a two piece or a one piece? That is a one piece. How do you pee in there? No. You don't nope. pee? No. Well, I would imagine the race itself is, you know, on the outside it's ten minutes long. Okay, you so gotta you... be hydrated though, super hydrated, right? A lot of water. Yeah. And then, oh, there's a zipper down the front. I guess you could zip it all the way down and then just. And then just. They'll also do uh, curling a little bit later. I think the United States has taken on Sweden. Um, When's then... the women's hockey situation happening? Well, I, be- I believe they're playing right now. Uh, or maybe that's tomorrow. But uh, Team USA and Canada renew their rivalry in the hockey gold medal games. The men are out. Men's the men, yeah, the men lost to the Czechs yesterday in a shootout in the quarterfinals. That wasn't a huge surprise because the NHL is not allowing American, they're not allowing people to uh, to play in the Olympics. They didn't take time off. So we're playing with uh, kids who are 21 and under and over 40. It's basically the roster for the American men's hockey team. So you have a lot of retired NHL players. Did I say NFL? NHL players and uh, college kids who are playing. It looks like the women play at 11.10 Eastern. Tonight? Tonight. Tonight. That would be pretty cool. Watch that game. Very cool. Um the, 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 I guess it depends on which uh, channel it is that you're watching to get all this stuff. Lindsey Vaughn was uh, third in her last Olympic downhill. Did you see her crying? No. Oh, they did an interview with her after, and the reporter, of course, went for the jugular like they're one to do. She asked Lindsay how it feels. It's going to be your last Olympics probably. And then it, Lindsay answers, and then the reporter says, Now, I know you lost your grandfather last fall. And you skied with his initials on your helmet. And then it was just breakdown. She was, I did she see was the, very sweet, though, in what she was saying. And, she was. And but, she's like, I don't know if I can hold out another four years. My body's not going to be able to handle it. I just think when the reporters do that, when it's right. so clear they're trying to make you cry <laughs> by talking about your dead grandfather. I loved Wouldn't it. Wouldn't you be upset? I mean, I would be upset at the reporter for, come on, that's a, that's. What would you say? She made made it a big deal from the beginning that she was, you know, skiing in honor of him and everything. So it's not like out of line to ask about it. And, and Mike Tirico did a great piece that, I mean, they've been sitting on this piece for months about Lindsay and her grandfather, how important, I guess it was back in the summer, Mike Tirico visited her and her grandparents and, you know, did, did the basics for the interview and then put the package on last night. Yeah. Which is, of course, it's supposed to be the tearjerker. It made but, me cry a little bit. Um, 
Can I? Can we talk about how great Mike Tirico is compared to Bob Costas? I and, love him, and I don't know if it's just a change. Like it's it's nice to have something different, but he is he is easy to watch. He's easy to listen to. What didn't you like about Bob Costas? I don't know. It was I, it just he he seemed like he was there's too much pretense. He was just getting stale. I think it was. Is it his eye infection? There was that that <laughs> that made it uncomfortable? That was a hard Olympics to watch. <laughs> let's be real. Uh, Mike Tirico is just really straightforward with it, and you know when he's, and it's not uh, you know play calling or anything, but he just you know what I clean, like about nice him? clean report. He doesn't make it about him either. Never, yeah, which I love. Yeah. That's what it's supposed to be. Some of the funnier moments though are when he has like uh, Tara Lipinski and Johnny Weir, and they're 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 doing really funny, silly stuff. And he tries to play a little bit. He comes off <laughs> yeah. a little awkward. He's a little, just, a little straight laced. Yeah, for that. just because it's too, uh, too straight laced. But I, 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 he's doing a great job. Um, I didn't, I didn't like speaking of Johnny Weir, the fact that he had no idea what ACDC was. One of the, one of the skaters last night was doing a program to ACDC, a medley of ACDC. How is that a blind spot? And he, and he was like, ah, I just didn't even understand the words. You don't know the words to ACDC songs? Blake, just, I need to ask a younger person because we grew up with ACDC. Yes. Yeah. ACDC, would you recognize it if it came on? Yeah. Okay. You would be able to sing along at least. Yeah. And, at least and the, most of them. And the ones when I wouldn't know the words, I'd at least know like what grunty noises to make at the time. <laughs> what, I, I think, think maybe, maybe. Sorry, what did I walk into? We've, yeah. done enough, we've done enough flashback Fridays in the 80s for me to have it down pretty all right Maybe at this point. Johnny Weir, um, maybe he just doesn't like the lyrical song, the songs with lyrics. Maybe he just prefers them to be the old school instrumentals. But how do you not know it's ACDC? I don't know. And and to say that you don't know the lyrics, even my kids could sing half of the lyrics at least. Maybe if you grew up as a, a young gay man who was more into fashion than rock and roll, ACDC could, is a blind spot. I could see how he's more into Cher than ACDC. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what, you're upset about this? I, I don't know if I'm upset. I just think he was playing it up a little bit. And that was the one time I liked Terry Gannon. We just called him out for that. Oh, you? Oh, so you think he knows what ACDC is, and it was just being a, a yeah. I think he was being a diva about, about, about okay. the whole thing. Come on, Blake. See, that's all you need to know. At that point, you become an ACDC expert. That's all. A side note: If you guys want to see Alina Zagatova's routine, it is now posted on KFIM640.com. Keyword: Gary and Shannon. Blakey, good Good job. We'll do Swamp Watch when we come back. Uh, Gary and Shannon will continue. Drain the swamp. We're going to drain the swamp of Washington. We're going to have fun doing it. We're all doing it together. Watch. President Trump is going to be holding a listening session uh, coming up in the next hour with uh, with kids that are concerned about gun control. He has reportedly told associates that he doesn't think high school kids should be able to buy guns and is open to the idea of a minimum purchase age for 21, like guns used in the uh, Florida shooting. It would be interesting to see what what this conversation is like. Do you have a problem Um, with that? 
I don't think so. Um, uh, if I can't have a, a drink until I'm 21, I mean, the, the argument possibly is that when you're 18, you can join the military and uh, and they'll strap an, uh, an M4 in your hand, but which is the you know the military equivalent, equivalent of AR-15, yeah. but. Um, I feel like you'd also get a lot of conversation about the people that move out at 18 and they aren't able to, you know, uh, protect their home. Yeah. I, don't know. I haven't really thought about that. I mean, that's that's one of the issues that I don't think I've spent a whole lot of time on raising the the age. The um, the president also yesterday ordered the Justice Department to write regulations that would ban bump stocks, among other things, uh, the ones that were made famous, I suppose, if that's the right word, infamous, by the uh, the shooting in Las Vegas. And he said, we can do more to protect our children, and we must do to protect our more to protect our children. This is interesting to me. I want to know what he's going to say. I'm, I'm very interested in what this conversation sounds like next hour, where he sits down, talks with students and teachers, et cetera, from, uh, from different schools who have been the site or that have been the site of um, these school shootings. It's going to be a fight if he is going to go rogue uh, with his party and the NRA and starts supporting gun control measures. That that is not going to sit well with House Republicans. No, but but one thing I don't hear from him that I would be curious to know about is what sort of conversations he's had with his own son about this with Barron. I know he's in a private school. I know he's got Secret Service protection. I mean, it's not exactly the same thing, but an 11-year-old probably doesn't realize the level, the circles of security that he's got around him. He's They try to make it as, uh, as I guess, invisible to an 11-year-old as possible. But what do you tell an 11-year-old? You, I think when you have that level of wealth that the Trumps have had for their whole lives, it's a complete lack of perspective on real people. I don't think that the president thinks this could ever – I don't even think it would occur to him that it could happen at his son's school. It's just they live in a bubble. They live in a bubble of wealth and exclusivity, and I don't think he thinks this could ever happen in his real world. In his world, it, yeah, wouldn't, but, it wouldn't even occur to him. But what if his son came to him? And said something. That's I what I mean. That's, I don't know if his son would. I think the kids are 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 just like the adults in, in that set of people. And it's stuff that happens other hmm. places. Um, one of the uh, security issues that has been coming out of the White House is the uh, security clearances. If you remember the whole story about Rob Parker and whether or not he had sec- – Porter, sorry. And he had uh, security clearance after having – background checks that were stalled um, because of some domestic violence allegations. The White House Chief of Staff, John Kelly, put together a new policy, and some officials are expected to leave their posts as a result of this new policy because they would not have clearance. And others will continue working with either reduced clearance or no access to classified information. The question is, what does that mean for Jared Kushner, the son-in-law to the president? Because uh, Dimples has had some issues, and one of the issues is that they have not signed off on his security clearance completely because of some financial issues that the FBI is still still trying to get to the bottom of, some financial tanglements that he's got with international governments and international business people, whether or not he would be uh, subjected to blackmail if it ever came to that. So apparently Jared Kushner gets 
uh, he does review the presidential daily brief each morning and has been in the room for some of the president's most uh, important domestic and foreign policy decisions, but is not working with a full security clearance that you would expect someone of that level to have. The president uh, has suggested today that the Obama administration be subject to federal investigation for its failure to stop the Russians from interfering in the election. Directing his followers on Twitter to ask Jeff Sessions why there's not an investigation underway. I didn't understand that when I read that. Is he suggesting that Jeff Sessions dropped the ball on this? I think so. I think I think what happened is he had a meeting or his underling had a meeting with Ses- Sessions or Sessions underling. I'm like, hey, let's 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 get the Obama administration involved in this. Let's investigate why what they didn't do on their watch. And Sessions was like, yeah, that's not going to happen. And so the president was, like, so frustrated with the no that he goes to Twitter. Again, going after Jeff Sessions. Yeah. I don't think there's a lot of love lost between those two at this point. No, probably not. All right. uh, Coming back, Jim Ryan is going to join us. We're going to be talking about not D.C., but Tallahassee, what's going on in the state capital in Florida. Because hundreds of high school students, many of them from Parkland, Florida, showed up in Tallahassee last night to talk to state lawmakers about what they can do, if anything, about changing some of the gun laws that would, uh, they think, protect students. So we'll talk about that and what it is that they expect to get out of this uh, lengthy and expensive field trip that they're on. Gary and Shannon. Gary and Shannon, big news locally coming out of the L.A. County Sheriff's Office. Sheriff Jim McDonald saying that a security officer overheard a 17-year-old kid at El Camino High in Whittier saying he was going to shoot up the school within the next three weeks. McDonald said the detectives went to the boys' home. They found two AR-15s, one registered to an older brother, one not. So the brother was arrested for that, uh, having a registered uh, assault rifle and also found two handguns 90 high capacity magazines some of which were loaded student had a history of discipline problems at the school reportedly told that security officer he was kidding about the threat to shoot up the school but the officer reported it anyway well uh we've been watching the results of the school shooting in florida and the activism that has been undertaken by the students at marjorie stoneman douglas high school and what it is going to mean for the state of Florida and potentially for the rest of the country. They took a couple of buses, several of them, uh, were joined by hundreds of other school kids from around Tallahassee, as a matter of fact, at the state capitol. Jim Ryan is in Tallahassee and joins us with uh, with more on this. The, the latest I saw, Jim, is that there were as many as 3,000 people out in front of the state capitol building. Yeah, I think that's a pretty good um, estimate, Gary, because they filled, I mean, they were all up and down the stairs of the Capitol, and then they were out across the lawn. Finally, the Capitol Police decided to uh, shut down the street that runs there in front of the Capitol building, and so they always shut down and and filled up with people. So I wouldn't be a bit surprised, but what, there were um, several thousand, perhaps 3,000 people there in the street, mainly high school students, some college students uh, mixed in, and, and even some older people. I saw some retirees walking around holding signs, expressing their view that assault rifles should be banned. So were there speakers at this event? Any big names? 
Well, no, no, nothing. I don't think anybody you would know uh, nationally, but uh, there were a lot of uh, statewide uh, politicians. That the, in fact, the House member who proposed the ban yesterday, uh, it was voted down before it could even be debated or discussed. Um, he was there speaking, as were some other uh, uh, statewide luminaries, primarily Democrats, who would like to see some restrictions on uh, on gun purchases here in Florida, Shannon. What is going to happen with these kids? I mean, do they have a what's the schedule for today? Well, they've been in meetings all day long. They had something like 70 meetings planned with members of the House and with the Senate to try to uh, talk about gun legislation. You know, I think they've gotten sort of a, a, a harsh and seeing how slowly this process can move. You know, a month left in the state legislative session here in Florida. That any huge just are going to be made and, uh, you know, you know, we're having a problem with uh, Jim's connection there, catching uh, every other word. We'll try to establish a better line with him. Um, one of the uh, one of the stories that we're going to bring to you next hour is the president on his uh, listening session that's been scheduled for a few days now. And the suggestion, perhaps, that he has been not only supportive of or privately talking up new age limits on guns, but also the issue the memo that he issued yesterday towards the justice department to write up a regulation to ban bump stocks etc but also the specifics of bless you reducing the availability of guns to people who are mentally ill documented mental illnesses the nra by the way will be in the room the nra will have a spokeswoman there also bill nelson and uh marco rubio will be there as well that's at the cnn town hall that's oh, I'm sorry. No, that's right. But because we were talking about that as well, um, because they're I thought expecting... that was at the listening. Yeah, you're right. My bad. Uh, that, yeah, that's uh, at the town hall. In that case, in Sunrise, Florida, they're expecting, I think, 5000 people at that event, which will include some of the students from Parkland, but also those lawmakers as well. Uh, Jim Ryan is back. Uh, just a better connection. Jim, uh, we were talking about what it is that these uh, students have before them. Um, do you know, can you explain this whole story of the allegations that a couple of these kids are paid actors? Yes. Well, yeah, that uh, started spreading around social media. I think it came from uh, the uh, the campaign or from uh, the uh, office of a current politician that was sent to a media outlet, uh, somebody saying that, hey, look, uh, this person is a, a, pay, a paid actor, isn't really a student there, et cetera. Uh, it drew an angry reaction from that particular politician who fired the staff member, uh, Senator Marco Rubio has lashed out and said that it's uh, disgraceful that somebody would make that allegation. And even today, it was a topic from some of the kids, the the kids from um, Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School, who said that they couldn't believe that those allegations were being made after what they had been through. Got to be a frustrating thing for those kids yeah. to have to endure, considering what it is that they have been through. Uh, all yeah, right. Well, yeah. Jim, thank you. Thanks so much, Gary. Um, the... The listening session that we were talking about with the president, we're going to try to bring you some of those comments. The White House has said that they will have a microphone up and available to listen to at least the beginning of that conversation. So it'll be interesting to hear what has to be uh, what is going to be said. There are expected to be students from uh, from Parkland, Florida, uh, who were the victims, I guess you could say, of the shooting from last week, but also survivors from Sandy Hook Elementary School whether it's kids or parents there, teachers possibly, and then also from Columbine, uh, the three, at least the high-profile ones that we think of when we talk about the issue of school shootings here in the United States.
So we'll talk all about that and we'll listen in on that. But we're going to start next hour with Dr. Wendy Walsh, uh, moving her up just a little bit so that we can make sure that we get to talk to her about all of what's been going on, including this issue of toxic masculinity. There was a comedian who, I guess you would say comedian, actor, who tweeted something on Sunday that said, deeper even than the gun problem is this, boys are broken. Well, that's an interesting take. So, yes. You get very angry about this, which is why we've been meaning to talk about this for a couple days now. Um, but you have a, a strong reaction to this. I think it's a miss. I, I think if you were to drill down on what this guy wrote, Michael Ian Black, there are some things that need to change with the way we handle boys. But I don't think it's what this guy believes. All right. I, I, I have a very different feeling than he does. Well, we will get into it coming up next. We'll bring a doctor in the room in case Gary has a a, have an episode. An episode, thank you. It's all next on Gary and Shannon. Now is the time, and wherever you are is the place. The Citadel makes it easier to earn your degree by offering master's degrees, graduate certificates, and undergraduate degree completion programs that are entirely online. Flexible scheduling makes these programs convenient for working professionals. Online classes are held to the same high standards that consistently name the Citadel the number one master's granting public college in the South, the Citadel, online, on your time. Visit citadel.edu slash online. 